When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Jake Crumpler. What's up, fellow fantasy managers? Welcome back to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. My name is Jake Crumpler, and it's the weekend, so as always, I'll be taking over for Bubba as the host of the weekend editions of the podcast. You can follow me at Jake Crumpler on Twitter and can find all of my work at crumplerbaseball.com. Let's dive into everything baseball related from Friday, September 29th. We'll start it off as always with the transactions, injuries, news, and notes from around the league. Outfielder Mitch Hanniger of the Giants was placed on the 10-day IL with a lower back strain. It's been an incredibly disappointing first season in SF for Hanniger, and it will end the same way it started on the IL. Luis Matos is likely the biggest benefactor for playing time, but Hanniger already had a minimal role on the short side of an outfield platoon. Starting pitch John Gray of the Rangers was placed on the 15-day IL with right lower forearm tightness. He was set to start today, and this will be a tough blow for an ailing Rangers pitching staff, and he likely won't be available to return until the ALCS if the team makes it that far. In terms of transactions, closing pitcher Albert Alzali of the Cubs was activated from the 15-day IL. Alzali went down with a strained right forearm three weeks ago, but will return right when the Cubs are the most desperate for a lockdown high-leverage reliever. He may not be the go-to option when it comes to holds considering he was rushed back from his injury but he will be relied upon to get key outs in the season's final two days and in terms of news outfielder Brandon Nimmo has an AC joint injury in his right shoulder and is unexpected to play again this season and before we check out the notable performances from Friday now is the best time to get PL plus or PL pro not only do you get an ad free website and access to the exclusive pitcher list discord but you also get 10% off of all items in the store as well as access to premium content and tools on the website and on top of all of that and just in time for football season you have access to the pitcher list discord which includes qb list every sunday morning we do live chats which will help you in fantasy football as we work on helping you build your lineups and make waiver claims as well as giving you a place to participate in constant discussion and you'll also get access to bonus content and that's not even mentioning all of the fun we'll have over on the discord freaking out over the mlb playoffs come october now is the best time to get PitcherList Plus or PitcherList Pro because the Discord is going to be absolutely popping. Because even outside of fantasy baseball, the MLB playoffs, and fantasy football, there's also miscellaneous channels where you can discuss whatever your heart desires video games, movies, even books if you're into that kind of thing. But getting PL Plus and PL Pro is the best way to consume all PitcherList and QB List content. I'll also take this time to mention Nick's watch parties over on playback.tv/slash PitcherList. You'll be watching 
playoff games all October and oftentimes brings on special guests to join him as he watches those games with you guys, the viewers. All you have to do is link your MLB.tv account or your cable provider and you can join Nick and watch those games alongside him. It is a blast. So just to reiterate, go check out playback.tv slash pitcherlist to join Nick for playoff watch parties and go get PL Plus or PL Pro to experience pitcherlist and QB list the way it was meant to be experienced. Now we'll check out the notable performances from Friday a day in which we had 14 games as the matchup between the Marlins and the Mets was postponed. We'll start it off with our hitters leading off with JP Crawford versus the Rangers as he helped the Mariners to a huge win going one for three with two runs, a home run, four runs batted in and a walk. He's up to 19 home runs on the year now. It traveled 367 feet with a 106.8 mile per hour exit velocity. Crawford was one of 2023's biggest driveline success stories. He was a top prospect for the Phillies, but the only components of his game that transferred to the big leagues were his plate discipline and his fielding prowess. Crawford posted a sub-league average WRC plus for the first four years of his career, then quote-unquote broke out in 2021 with a 103 WRC plus that he matched in 2022. The left-handed hitter was still a solid shortstop because of his defense, but his inability to be an impact bat made him somewhat of an afterthought. After an offseason of training at driveline, Crawford came to spring camp a different man. His work at driveline paid off as he learned to drive the ball in the air to his pull side more often while increasing his ability to impact the ball. It led to career highs across the board in terms of stat cast metrics and helped him more than double his previous career high in long balls. Crawford's overall improvement can be seen in his career best 135 WRC plus and all-star caliber 4.8 F4. The shortstop is signed at a steal of $10 million over the next three years and should be an asset atop the Mariners lineup for a while. Trevor Story helped the Red Sox to a win in Baltimore going one for three with a run, a home run, two runs batted in, a walk, and a steal to complete the combo meal. He's up to three home runs and 10 steals on the season. This one traveled 413 feet with a 107.7 mile per hour exit velocity. Story has been one of the biggest disappointments on the Red Sox this year. Obviously, he can't be blamed for not returning from Tommy John surgery until early August, but he can be accounted for his poor performance since his activation. Story has been one of the worst hitters in baseball during his two months in 2023 with a WRC plus below 50 and a bloated strikeout rate of 32%. His power is completely lacked and he's really only made up for his lack of pop by stealing 10 bags and playing exceptional defense at short. It's fair to point out that he'll need some time to shake off the rust from surgery and could be back in form next year, but Story's post-Colorado life has not treated him well thus far. And lastly, we have Matt Chapman versus the Rays as he helped the Blue Jays to win going two for four with a run, a home run, an RBI, and a walk. It was his 17th home run of the year and it traveled 415 feet with a 108.9 mile per hour exit velocity. What a weird season for Chapman. He started off September in MVP form as he looked to have his first true superstar season since leaving Oakland. Then he absolutely fell off and went into the all-star break looking to bounce back. At that point, I wrote an article outlining the players I thought should be traded for or picked up heading into the second half, and I touted Chapman as one of the most obvious picks of the bunch. He had one of the best barrel rates in baseball, yet didn't have the home run numbers to match. Even if the batting average or stolen bases wouldn't be there, I was certain he would see a power surge in the second half. Instead, he got worse. Through September 27th, he hit just three long balls post-All-Star break while hitting to the tune of an 82 WRC+. Combine that with his struggles post-April, and he hit just 10 dingers with an 82 WRC+, from the beginning of May through Wednesday. Chapman posted those numbers despite a barrel rate north of 12 percent and a hard hit rate of 53 percent well he might finally be turning it around but it'll be too little too late chapman homered on thursday and went yard again on friday and looks to finally be having some luck go his way this is a player i'll target again in the offseason
season because the discount will be massive. But if you'd like a breakdown of the notable hitting performances from Friday, check out the Daily Batters Box article over on PitcherList.com. Now we'll head to the mound and check out the notable starting pitching performances, opening with Nick Pavetta in Baltimore as he earned the win, tossing seven scoreless innings, allowing just two hits and a walk while striking out 10. He can do 16 whiffs with a 36% CSW and across 87 pitches, and those 16 whiffs led baseball, earning Pavetta the gallows pole. Pavetta's heater was difficult to hit, inducing six whiffs on 36% CSW. I feel like I've outlined Pavetta's season multiple times on this podcast. He struggled as a starter, reached a new level as a bulk reliever, and then struggled again after returning to to the rotation. Pavetta finished off his season in style though as a starter as he produced his fourth double-digit strikeout game of the season. The performance helped him finish the year with a 31.2% strikeout rate, a top 10 mark among starters this year. The punchouts were a huge development for his game as he had been a 25% guy for his career entering this season, and the biggest change to his arsenal might have been the addition of a fourth pitch to use his cutter just 8% of the time, but it excelled to the tune of a 96th percentile 20.7% swinging strike rate, and Overall, Pavetta's main trio of pitches all improved in the whiff department dramatically. The right-hander will have one more year in Boston to build his case as a starter we can trust in fantasy. Another Nick, Nick Martinez, had a big game versus the White Sox as he earned the win, tossing five scoreless innings, allowing just two hits and two walks while striking out eight. He induced 12 whiffs with a 36% CSW across 76 pitches, and Martinez's changeup was unhittable with seven whiffs and a 39% CSW. Since signing with the Padres prior to last year, Martinez has been used some Somewhat uniquely. At times, he's been a full-fledged starter, other times he's been a high-leverage reliever, and even sometimes he's been used as a bulk reliever, but through it all, he's pitched effectively. This year, he started in his first four appearances, but then he pitched mostly out of the bullpen the rest of the year, making just two short starts until mid-September. Then, Martinez returned to the rotation and it has been untouchable. In three starts spanning 12 innings, he has yet to allow a run, and he finished the year off with a season-high eight punch-outs yesterday. Without a guaranteed role in the rotation next year, Martinez will be difficult to draft in fantasy, but in holds leagues where you have the benefit of utilizing him either as a starter or high leverage reliever, he could be pretty valuable. And lastly, we have Colin Ray versus the Cubs as the Brewers won, but Ray took a no decision, tossing five scoreless innings, allowing just two hits. He walked nobody while striking out six with 14 whiffs and a 40% CSW across 67 pitches. That 40% CSW led all starters and earned Colin Ray the King Cole. Ray utilized an effective sinker-cutter combo in this one. The sinker induced six whiffs while the cutter went for 48% CSW. Who is Colin Ray? I feel like he came out of nowhere. He debuted back in 2015, but he had been out of the majors since 2016 before resurfacing during the COVID-shortened campaign. Ray tossed just 20 innings across 2020 and 2021 and then didn't pitch in the majors in 2022. Then, at 32 years old, Ray had his most impactful season to date, pitching in 26 games for the Brew Crew, posting a 4.55 ERA and a 1.19 whip. He's been pretty pedestrian and Toby-esque all year, but that doesn't mean he hasn't had a productive stream or two for courageous fantasy managers. There's a very small chance Ray is relevant again in 2024, but it was a fun story to see this guy that hasn't been around much to get a chance and be consistent all year. But if you'd like a breakdown of every single start from Friday, give the Plus Pitch Podcast a listen and check out Nick's daily starting pitcher roundup over on pitcherlist.com. Now we'll head to the bullpen and check out the relievers that got saves and the closers that pitched outside of save situations or blew their saves. Garrett Whitlock got his first save as he pitched the final two innings of the ball game. Emmanuel Classe got save number 44 with just two days left 
left in the season, Classe has secured his spot as MLB's save leader in 2023. Emilio Pagan got his first save with a playoff spot already clinched. The Twins are taking it easy on Yoan Duran. Ryan Presley got save number 31. Tanner Scott got save number 11. And Josh Hader worked around a run for his 33rd save. In terms of closers to pitch outside of save situations or below their saves, Brian Shaw pitched the ninth down by two. James McArthur pitched the eighth up by seven in a maintenance outing. Kyle Finnegan pitched the ninth up by four. Adbert Alzali pitched the eighth in a one-run deficit. And Tyler Kinley pitched the ninth in a tie game and took the loss after giving up a run. But if you like a breakdown of the notable relief pitching performances, check out the Reliever Ranks article over on PitcherList.com. And before we look forward to today's games, we're going to take a quick break. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Now we'll look forward to Saturday, September 30th, the second to last day of the season. We'll have 16 games as the Mets and the Phillies will partake in a double header. My matchup of the day is Luis Castillo versus Andrew Heaney. This is not so much for the pitching matchup, but because I really want to see the Mariners make the playoffs. They were my preseason World Series pick. In terms of probable starters, we've got five guys in the auto starts tier, including Luis Castillo. We also have Spencer Strider versus the Nationals, Justin Verlander in Arizona, Merrill Kelly versus the Astros, and Michael Waka on the side outside of Chicago. Our probably starts tier has just two guys and that's where we'll find our streamer of the day in Connor Phillips in St. Louis again. He didn't get a start yesterday so I'll repeat my analysis. Phillips is a boomer bust cherry bomb but has a higher floor taking on a weakened offense in St. Louis. I'd also keep an eye out for Jordan Wicks in Milwaukee. With the season on the line, Wicks is a boomer bust pick but will take on a Brewers lineup that has been worse than league average against Southpaws. In terms of hitter suggestions, I'd go for Twins and Rockies hitters in Coors again. Minnesota will go with a bullpen game while the Rockies have yet to announce their pitching plan and I'd also keep an eye out for Phillies and Mets hitters in their double header as they'll get double at bats today. Jose Quintana is the only starter that has already been announced by either team. And now we'll close things out with our relievers to watch. Brian Shaw has pitched on three consecutive days so it's all but guaranteed that Garrett Crochet or Aaron Bummer gets the ball in the ninth today. And lastly Josh Hader has pitched in three of the past four days and with nothing to play for and Hader on the brink of free agency the Padres likely don't push him today. Robert Suarez or Scott Barlow should be the first options for a save. But that'll do it for today's episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure to head on over to PitcherList.com to check out all of the great articles and features we have on the site, including fantastic player pages and daily DFS suggestions. Join PL Pro to gain access to the Discord to interact with PitcherList staff and members of the community, as well as to utilize the in-season tools to help you win your leagues. You'll also get access to QB list content over on the Discord. That'll wrap up this edition of the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Jake Crumpler. Tune in tomorrow and every day for a new installment of the podcast and make sure to enjoy the day as we are blessed with another day of baseball. 
This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.